Welcome to episode two of Hanging with Haygood, hosted by Haygood Farms in partnership with Chattanooga Football Club. And now your host, Lou Boyd and Baker Brock. And we are back with Eric Panzer from Chattanooga Football Club. That is right. Yeah, that's correct. How you doing, Eric? Yeah, can't complain. Another somewhat sunny day in Chattanooga. So uh, hot and humid. Has yeah. it rained yet today? <laughs> it did right before training oh, this morning. We were literally sitting on the chairs, getting ready for training. It started downpouring, so we all went under undercover. What to Yeah, I'm going to ask that question. What if training is every day? Is it Monday through Sunday? Um, we'll have at least one, maybe two days off per week, depending on if we have a game each week. Um, yeah. The whole training schedule will be structured towards the games. We might have a recovery day straight after, full day off, maybe two full days off throughout the week. A recovery day is a full day off? Uh, no, recovery day we actually go in and we'll do light light work um, just yeah. to get all the lactic acid out of the body and, and things like that. And, and then we'll have a full day off completely, no contact, no... Don't see it. You don't have to see anyone. If you don't want to, you can stay away, and uh, sort of thing. So yeah, it's all structured depending on game weeks and things like that. Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, it's recovery. Obviously, with you know, we throw our CBD plug in. That's why we're here. Yeah. That's um, great for recovery, athletic recovery. Um, whether you're an athlete or not, you know, a runner. A lot of people take it um, for you uh, want the the inflammation aspects. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you take CBD? I do not. Um, I am a plant-based athlete, however, um, so completely be a vegan as such. I, I like the term plant-based more so because it's personal health. It's not trying to save the world. Um, those are great side benefits, but I, I'm for personal personal nutrition. That's the reason why I'm plant-based. So some of the benefits you've mentioned there are similar to what I've seen in my change in diet. Um, yeah. with the plant-based diet but I was speaking to one of my teammates Wilfred this morning and he says he uses CBD for recovery and yeah. he's seen great um, great improvements in recovery and immune system as well um, and right. so it's a key part of his nutrition so we're going to get you some samples to take with you if you want to try cool. it out and yeah. see what it does for you how long have you been plant-based diet coming up on three years really yeah right so it's been a it's been, it, it took a bit at the start but since then I'm into a routine and, and it works for me and, and I've noticed really good benefits across can, the board. Can you tell us about that? I'd like to go on that. Kind of what, how it affects your soccer play and how it's affected your mental game and just overall. Yeah, so um, I, get, I, I first took out dairy and I think dairy's been a huge one in, in my, um, not my, uh, my immune system. So I, did, I used to get sick like every season there when it would change or whatever, you used to get your general colds or whatever. Right. Ever since I knocked out dairy, don't get don't get sick all that often at all. So I think that's really impacted my immune system. Um, but then without dairy or meat, it's I've had much improved sleep, a quicker recovery, and then um, and then more um, or more stable energy patterns. So my I, that was I also toyed with taking out added sugar from my diet and mm-hmm. just natural sugar That's and so hard. yeah I used to go up and down and up and down and now I've kind of been able to to stabilize my my energy so yeah more consistent energy That's from great. from the diet I'm like Alec who was just in here and he eats skittles every day before he goes to practice <laughs> it'll catch yeah, up on him yeah. he's, he's still 20 he's still young yeah, it'll catch I was up gonna on say, him I didn't, 
I was going to mention the age, but I think it has something to do with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I mean, for me, it's it's a living a healthy life, trying to pro, like elongate my, my career as yeah. well, and, and then just being able to perform at my peak as much as possible, and, and nutrition is a huge part of that. Yeah. So. Like you said, it was it's hard to get started, um, just like with anything new. Mm-hmm. I do... Uh, I've, Never wanted to go the vegan route, but I do the keto. Yeah. But that is a dairy. Like I don't, I couldn't give up cheese. It's like my favorite thing in the world. But like I could give up, you know, some carbs here and there. Yeah. Um, it's just amazing how you know your body mm-hmm. and like you know your limits. Like I like, to, I have to have a little chocolate here and there. So it's just like let's let's set restriction. What could you give up and make it easy so you're not mm-hmm. setting unrealistic expectations? Yeah. Southern Squeeze offers the highest quality, nutrient-packed, most unique organic food and drink options on the market today. Enjoy smoothies, bowls, juices, salads, and many more delicious, healthy options. Virtually everything on the menu is house-made. Southern Squeeze puts love and careful attention into each item and hopes you enjoy their work as much as they enjoy creating it. Get high on health and Southern Squeeze. Discount Hey Good Squeeze for 20% off purchase. And it, I mean, for me, I, I first went, let's just start with the dairy. Right. Let's not go full cold dairy. Right. Because when I you mean. try and dive straight into it and you start like feeling all oh, this or feel that, and then you like, you start questioning it. Yeah. But if you can slowly just weed things out yeah. and then eventually once you've got a, a pattern or a habit of, of what you're consuming, then you're fine. Another thing, he was going to be here, David Powers, just to add on to the vegan aspect. David is one of our partners over um, at Hey Good and and Hemp Rolls. And he's a vegan um, for the reason that he kind of grew up, um, you know, in an unfortunate health situation where he was didn't have the choice to eat healthy. And so now later in life has made the choice to only eat vegan. And to see some of the meals that he prepares... Mm -hmm. He's a professional cook. I mean, he has his own sauces, and you know, it's um, it's impressive. Yeah. Um, so you, when you think vegan, I'm like, oh well, there's nothing nothing out there to eat for anybody, but there is. You just have to get creative, right? Yeah, yeah. I found a huge, um, like, much improved connection to my food as well. Yeah. Like, when I make dinner, it's probably a good like hour long process of from starting to finishing eating. Yeah. Um, at least depending on what I'm making, but it's like this more and much more connection to your food and knowing what's going into it and what you're eating and stuff like that. And so it's not, it's not processed yet. It's not packaged. You don't know where like that stuff comes from. Whereas when you know, it's just vegetables and and beans and grains and stuff, then, then I feel there's a a much larger connection to the food you're eating. And that's, that plays into your mindfulness and your well-being and everything like that. So absolutely, um, man, that's a great point. You grow your own vegetables, yeah, which even takes it a step farther. Oh, I mean, they haven't really. The fruits of my labor haven't come about just yet, but yeah. I, I have put them. Uh, they're growing. Sure, I need to transfer them to a, a much bigger space. They're currently in just tins at the moment, so I've got big like tomato stalks and bean stalks and. Um, some bell peppers and, and things like that. So, yeah. yeah, no, that's, I mean, like, ideally, live off the land when I'm older, potentially. Sure. Or as much as I can. Like, I grew up with a vegetable garden. I grew up with an orchard on a farm in New Zealand. So I'm used to having readily available, naturally grown, organically grown 
fruits and vegetables. And so to me, that's, that's ideal. Absolutely. So that's, um, yeah, the New Zealand way, the American way is to go to the grocery store and yeah, <laughs> stock up because it's, it's convenient. But, uh, here at Hey Good, we, we obviously grow our own hemp. We're USDA certified organic. Yeah. Um, it's taken us a while to, to get that designation or certification. Um, Baker and I are necessarily the, the farmers. We're more on the front of the house, but mm-hmm. um, my brother and, and another partner, um, Jimmy, they run the whole back of the house operations, and they also have, uh, you should see their gardens, you yeah. know. Um, so it does take um, someone with a knack and, and, you know, the worth ethic to be able to farm in your backyard even. Well, yeah, that's what um, I was just thinking. And the patience. Yeah, and the patience. Yeah. Um, um, but there's nothing better than like a seasonal tomato out of your own garden. Yeah. Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Forget to eat lunch. Yeah. <laughs> get, get in there. Yeah. Getting hungry. We're good. But though. like the, I think it, it might become just one of those regular plants in your garden. A, a, a marijuana plant. Oh, yeah, yeah, plant. yeah. Like it yeah. just and and with it becoming more available, accessible, and and accepted that like you you grow in herbs and spices, you you just grow in another another herb. I got my four little hemp yeah. plants right there beside the herb garden. Yeah, yeah, my little babies. Yeah, yeah so uh, you're exactly right. Uh, all some of the other players we've had in here with different backgrounds, you know including your coach who's from a different generation it's no idea you know it's kind of it's the forbidden fruit Mm -hmm. essentially and and i think um you know as our generation progresses well you're exactly right you will start seeing the little backyard operations because it is fun (laughs) you know it's it's fun it smells good you know it's 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 a cool sign it's got great benefits you can make Tons of different. It's an adult science project. Yeah, it is exactly. <laughs> what it is. And your adult playground at your house. Yeah. Do you, um, did you ever run into this kind of stuff in New Zealand? Or how, when did you move over here from New Zealand? Uh, I came over for college back in 2012, and then I left in 2016, and and I've been overseas since 2016 until February of this year. Gotcha. So America is not unfamiliar to me. I, I my mother was American. And so I've got an American passport and all our family was here. So I'd come over every two years sort of thing. Um, So yeah, it's not an unfamiliar place or country. Um, I guess when I first, I was exposed to the growing aspect of it back home, but going to college um, in in Connecticut, that's when I like got exposed to consumption of it. Sure. um, At least, um, and it, probably wasn't in the form of oils and, and things like that. It was it was more so smoking Bag, and baggies with flowers and Yeah. Right. So but yeah, back home so this is a good story. I'm not sure if well I'll I'll try and keep it so it's acceptable for the whatever podcast. you want to say. So we have a cottage on our farm. We've got twenty acres back home and so and then we back onto the forestry and this is like thousands of acres of forestry. And usually people find spots in the forestry among the pine trees where there's still enough sunlight but you can't see and they clear it and they'll plant just lots and lots of plants um however we had this guy living in our cottage and there's two bedrooms in the cottage and he turned the second bedroom into a hot house um black and black blacked out everything put heat lamps and and things and unfortunately dad didn't 
click on when <laughs> um, the power bill went up for a couple months there. But then I was out in the backyard and one day I see him out in one of our paddocks um, with tossing stuff on sheets, so he's drying it out. Um, but he, he moved on and then we found this, he left everything. He, he left a lot of stuff in, yeah. in the place and he left like five like big bags of soil and so we just took the plants that were in it and chucked them in the incinerator. And Dad's like, oh, this is fantastic soil. So we chucked it in our greenhouse. And the greenhouse was empty at this stage. A week later, the greenhouse had plants growing like left, right, and center. And you left it for like a couple of weeks. And you'd have plants like three, four, five feet tall really? just growing in, the, in, in our greenhouse. Yeah. And the plants kept growing for like over a year. So that, there must have just been enough seeds and all that soil that we'd used from from the bags that he'd had and tossed it in the greenhouse. And we just had plants growing so front and center. Yeah. And then, I mean, us being, um, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, we, we just didn't take advantage of the opportunity we had, <laughs> I guess. And we just, we just, we just kept <laughs> chucking it in the incinerator yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so we didn't, we never really took advantage unless Dad chucked a bunch in there and you stood there and just went. And, um, <laughs> Burned itself. We never, yeah, we never took advantage of it. But yeah, in New Zealand, it is. Um, I mean, people still grow it. It is illegal to grow, and right. they still grow it illegally in forests and yeah. stuff. You'd see helicopters doing like search, searching for plots sure. throughout the forest, and then you'd see trailers driving down the road <clears> with <throat> plants that are like six to eight feet tall just hanging off the back so that's great i never heard the so, term hothouse yeah yeah well hot the, we call those volunteers okay you know so that it happens yeah. it's, it's it's an annual plant yeah. so it only grows you know throughout this you know the, the four months photo period that we're in right now we're about to go into harvest yeah and even you'll get down into the the fall and harvest like around even like like it'll be a little seed that will get into a, a quarter inch of dirt mm. and you'll look down and it's trying to grow yeah. And it's, it's it's just an extremely resilient plant that mm-hmm. just kind of grows through anything. And, you know, you can look at a farm, wind comes through and it knocks it over, it just grows right back up yeah. uh, in the sun. So you'll see a bunch of different volunteers, like I said, mm-hmm. out, on the, out on the farm. And, um, yeah, it, same thing. Helicopters fly over. It's, you know, no different. Yeah. And I think, you know, getting to the cartels, the, the national parks, that's where a lot of them grew a lot of the illegal substance, which is marijuana, not hemp. Yeah. Um, but that's interesting and, and, and good to hear a New Zealand perspective. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Thank you to Moxie Chattanooga for hosting this podcast series. Moxie Chattanooga, a stylish chic hotel that focuses on the less while offering so much more. Um, so you, can you tell us about when, uh, when you start, first started playing soccer or how you started playing soccer? Yeah, I mean, my father um, was originally from the Netherlands. So, I mean, the Netherlands, Holland, and and all of this stuff involved, like, it kind of kind of makes sense, kind of doesn't. But um, anyway, so he played he played football growing up. And then, so when I, I was born and raised in New Zealand, I was offered all sports by my parents, but I just, I just kind of tagged on to soccer the most. Um, but it wasn't until I was about 15 that I properly kind of, gave up everything else and really focused on on football um but it was just something fun to do with my friends and yeah. and i enjoyed it and and um yeah my parents supported me to 
to play all sports. I was playing tennis, I was playing volleyball, I was playing cricket. I played rugby for a couple of years. Um, but yeah, this was the one that I kind of stuck out and yeah. saw through. And you went to Connecticut for college? I was, yeah, I was at Quinnipiac University in Connecticut. It's a Division One school, really big for hockey. Uh, didn't have an American football team, which probably helped the experience. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I loved it up there. It's freezing cold in the winters, um, but it was yeah, it was a really good experience. Right. So. I guess you saying you're from the Netherlands it explains your last name Panzer. Yeah, so dad's that's, that's the grandparents were German. Yeah, because um, that's named after the German war tank Panzer. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So when I first saw that and you said New Zealand, I was like, no, this guy's German. Yeah. 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 So the yeah heritage goes yeah, sure. goes through Belgium and Germany and and everything. So yeah. Um, yeah, that's the connection with the last name. Absolutely. That's cool. And then after college, did you play? You didn't come straight here. Did you go play college soccer elsewhere? I so I graduated 2016. I went to Ireland for two and a half months. I was on trial with the pro team there, and then I don't have. Unfortunately, I don't have a European passport. Even though my so my father gave up his Dutch citizenship before I was born, gotcha. um, so I wasn't able to obtain a Dutch passport once I was born. So. Um, I was unable to sign in Ireland. I then got this working holiday visa um, to, to live in the UK. And so I went down to England and I played um, at a lower level in England for five months. Came back to Chicago to train in Chicago and then went to Denmark, Sweden. Went Moved from Sweden back to New Zealand um, and played in Wellington for about oh, 10 months. Yeah and then moved from Wellington to Dunedin. So that's two different islands in New Zealand. Played in Dunedin for six months, then I moved from uh, New Zealand to Australia, and I was in Melbourne for about five weeks before I transferred to a team up in Brisbane. I was in Brisbane for five months, and then left Brisbane, moved back to Dunedin, and then moved from Dunedin to here. <laughs> so I've been around the place a bit. Um, it's been crazy four but, years. Yeah, it's been. there's been a lot of lot jammed into four years this sounds fun living sounds out of great. a suitcase right um there's a podcast of me talking about my career for three hours if yeah. you ever have that much time <laughs> um but yeah it's been a hell of a roller coaster you feel settled here yeah by the time that the end of my contract here um it'll be the longest i've ever stayed in a place since graduating college yeah. um and so that might be a funny feeling but it's also being able to settle and, and really engage in the community and, and really branch out businessly, business-wise and sure. stuff like that has been great. Absolutely. Um, Are you finding Chattanooga easy to do that? Yep. Yeah, the, like, the clubs, the people that's connected with the club have been fantastic yeah. um, and, and they really have helped me in, in different areas of, of what I'm trying to do off the field because off the field is a huge part of life like on the field you're on the field for two hours a day you've got 22 other hours of the day to yeah take care of your body and and eat the right food and get the right rest but then football's not forever so um i've got i've been working on all sorts of different projects and and building a brand and things like that so that when transition comes i'm uh i'm ready to take on the real world (laughs) if that's something yeah we've asked everybody to ball life and they said ball is life, but it sounds like for you, there's much more to life, which is great. Yeah, we can dive um, into those questions here in a second. I mean, there is much more to life. I mean, Even when you are playing, I think that it's 
very important to be able to disconnect from from football and I studied psychology I'm huge into personal identity and, and personal development and all that and I found myself back in 2000 and 2018 struggling with my football identity versus my me as a person and they were both they were like associated and connected so if I had a poor training session I'd be in a poor mood for the rest of the day if we were winning like life would be great if we were losing life would suck and that's really not how it should be like so um, I went through a bit of searching and, and talking to different people and, and being able to disengage from that environment for the other tw- 22 hours of my day, do things that um, are great for my mental well-being to take my head away from football because um, that's a lot of pressure. The football side of it is huge pressure. You, you've got um, global eye on you sort of thing and, and then well, everything that's happened on the field you can't change that once you're off the field. Right. And so being able to detach from it and, and just get on with your life and being Eric Panza, the human outside of it, has been a, a really good discovery for me, I guess. And it's something that a lot of professional athletes struggle with. Big time, sure. Um, and they'll get to the end of their career, come mid-30s or late 30s or whatever, and they'll be lost. And they won't know what to do with themselves if they haven't been working towards something called they've got plans or... Um, there's like all the stories about the NFL players who gamble all their money away or, yeah. or like different elite <clears throat> athletes who they've never done anything else. Like sport has only been, has always been their life. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to them not having that anymore, they have no idea what to do. And without right. the right support, or without the right networking, without the right people in, in a place to help someone. Vibrant Meals offers convenient, healthy, ready-to-eat meals that are locally made and delivered with a variety of meal plans to fit your lifestyle needs. Order online at myvibrantmeals.com or visit one of our retail grab-and-go locations. Use CFC 2020 for one free meal with any online purchase. Spot on, That's great. And if you feel like we've been working in CBD for the past five, six, seven years and even taking a break and doing a podcast. Yeah. Feels like yeah. a little refreshing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. That's a different situation, but I hear no, you. it's still Please. the same thing. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I think the point, the takeaway is just to be able to turn it off. Yeah, you know, it's like when I, I, I we work hard all day, and then it's, you know, it comes five thirty, and you say, or whenever you're done working, you, you can, you can turn it off, and you have a life outside yeah. of trying to build a business. Definitely. Um, I, I think that's really important, and it uh, necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Le- you're just leaving leaving work at the door when you when you walk out or leaving it at the farm yeah. or whatever and then when you walk in the, the door at home you've got to give all your attention to whoever you're with or yeah. or yeah. to yourself absolutely uh, I like that that's yeah. a good takeaway um, I got some questions for you some are funny yeah, some not so much um, I have one question before we get started on please that please do yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm not, I've never been to New Zealand, but I know there's South South, South, Island, South Island, North, North Island. Island. Where are you from? Top of the South Island. Top of the South Island? Yeah. Okay. So the one thing, I, I mean, it's like I, got, I travel quite a bit and yeah. try to go as much as I can different weird places. Um, and not saying New Zealand's weird. It's just It's far I, away. It's, it's very far, far away, away. I'll right. tell you that. But I've had uh, plenty of buddies down there mm-hmm. um, going and chasing large trophy brown trout. Mm-hmm. Is that is something you ever did as growing up? Um I mean, I the waters there. are like crystal clear, emerald, yeah. beautiful waters. 
Yeah. And it just looks like the most magical thing that I could just... Oh, I was never a huge fisherman growing up. It wasn't something we engaged in as such. Um, but I lived on a... We had a small river out the front of our house and then two miles down the road we had a much bigger river which was known for its trout fishing and, yeah. and things like that and they would run tours and, and everything right. up there so like they're not lying when they tell you how pristine it yeah. is and everything um, but yeah just growing did you notice the tourists when you started to get older growing up or no because they would go further away into more discreet places I yeah. guess um, and and the companies would keep them away from where us locals would usually hang out or, yeah. or just go spend time. So we, there was never too much um, crossing between the two. Um, but my father's a tour guide, and so he'd get American tourists in New Zealand, and some of them would want to wine taste, or some of them would want to go go trout fishing, or like so. Each tourist was different, but yeah, he, he ran tours, so he knows all the the guides sure. and, and knows that there is high quality trout fishing. Well, I'm hoping goal is to, to go um, y'all's, y'all's summer so yeah. in, in February I, w- I would like to go down yeah. there for a few weeks so if I do I'll give you a call. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll be able to give you a full itinerary yeah. and, and even some connections within within the CBD and hemp industry as well Ooh, because nice. this, be yeah, nice. I know so some people down there <clears throat> that are working on it at least. Um, so, okay. But yeah, hit me up for sure. Might be a while till the regular tourists can get to New Zealand, though. Yeah, I'm no, sure I I'll tell you, you that. Bring, yeah, bring that up. Yeah. We'll see how the world shakes out. It's even tough for me to get in at the moment. <laughs> it? A little bit. I'd have to be stuck at the border for, for yeah, two a weeks. Days. Yeah, a couple of weeks, really. Yeah. yeah. Looking for an energetic and inviting place to get in shape and stay fit? Check out Chattanooga's best health and fitness club, Sports Barn, conveniently located in downtown Hickson and off of Lee Highway. Sports Barn stronger together but that's just we got a lot of family here right some so. yeah not heaps but yeah i've got some in illinois philadelphia and colorado cool. so it's just been very difficult to plan anything because you just I don't know what's going to happen so uh yes yeah, uh, you mentioned a little bit you know kind of outside life uh soccer um if you weren't playing soccer right now at the moment for uh, any football club not just chattanooga football club what what would you be doing? Um, and it sounds like you have some other business ad- aspirations. And if, if, would you want to share those? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to think what exactly I'd be doing currently. Um, potentially, I'd be living out of a van, traveling around New Zealand, um, just experiencing as much nature. And I'd have a van, kayaks, surfboard, yeah. bike, skis, whatever, and just live life but then on the side um so ensure that i've got money coming in i'd be running my mentoring and and performance um business as such so that i'd still be work work and play work and a lot of play a lot of play and a little bit of work sure sounds like a dream that might still (laughs) happen once football ends sure um but yeah it's 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 in the plans at least yeah but it might have just happened earlier if i wasn't chasing balls around the world I guess if you were chasing balls around, what would be your dream club? Oh, <laughs> I mean, Man United. It was my <laughs> was my one growing up. And yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. But you never know. You never know. <laughs> Maybe I'll work for them. Maybe. If I play for them, that would be a different world. You know? Yeah. It's, yeah. But 
Can you tell us, like, I have no idea what New Zealand's like as far, I know what it looks like from a map. Like, what's the biggest difference if you walked out this door, aside from walking out, you know, if we were in New Zealand right now? Can you tell us anything that's distinct? Hmm. The smell of fresh air. Which one? <laughs> in New Zealand. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> the, just oh, the, we had the, the, yeah, the crispness of the air. Really? The ch- whether it's a cold breeze or just the the smell of the trees, um, ocean air or, or like river air. Yeah, it's just... This is the better, better weather over there. Um, definitely better weather, but I think there's less... Um, emissions being flooded into the airstream all right well thank you eric for joining us hanging with Haga, blue and baker brock Uh, yeah i really appreciate it love learning about your background your life and uh, good luck next saturday appreciate it thanks guys we'll see you next week Uh